0: of the church, as God will be seated this week, yes, he has, and we also want to thank him for our four-minute opportunity to be in church today.
1: God is coming very soon. Even if you are not ready, He is coming because He has given us time in which to get ready. He paused the world during COVID. Many, many persons got the warning COVID got a little better. The variant, this correct one, is not as lethal as the first. Plus, the world found an antidote. And the world became off course, as it were. And where did it go? Was it the church? No. Back to the things that they were doing, an indication that no matter what happens, as long as the fright pass, most people will return to their old ways of calling evil good and good evil. Now, this cat-and-mouth game will not continue because a God of love and compassion will not wait forever for us to get our game together while others out there are suffering. He is going to put an end to this end. And that end he will put with his second coming. And so as Christians, There is a job for us to do, but in order for us to do the job, we must be awake. And today we are going to look at little and sleeping Christians, and how it is that God wants us to awake and be ready to meet him. Let us pray. Kind Father, it is indeed a privilege to come into your presence. Lord, we thank you for your many mercies. We thank you, Lord, for the fact that you still keepeth your church, keepeth your people. That the God that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sins. We are thankful, Lord, for your vigilance. We are thankful, Lord, that we have learned this week that you pursue us with your hands of love and mercy. Help us, Lord, to respond and not to run away from you, but to recognize that in everything you're doing for us, it is for us to be saved. Give us, Lord, a message today that will make us prepared to meet you. Be prepared to meet you when you come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I can tell you from now that if I follow my notes, I will go beyond 1230. I will try my best not to comment a lot because I want to honor the time frame. The Bible speaks of sleep in many parts of its sacred pages and one of the areas in which it focuses on sleep is as it regards to our spiritual life. Sleep in this sense where the Bible speaks to the Christian being asleep is speaking to the Christian not being watchful, speaking to the Christian being sloth in their everyday living, and speaking to spiritual dullness on the part of the Christian. In these terms, in a time in which evil is ever present, and Satan is going about like what now, a roaring lion seeking one. Yes, then Christians must be watchful, must be awake, must be vigilant, so as not to be consumed by the devil. You see, one of the things the spiritual prophecy tells us about our enemy, the devil is that he does not sleep. Just like our, our Father in heaven, neither slumber nor fleece, our enemy is also vigilant and ever present, watching us. And in the moment of our weakness he will what? Pounce upon us. I, you have seen in nature, where the lion stalks the captain and he doesn't attack the strong one. The, the, the lion is a creature of opportunity. He looks out for the ones that are lagging behind, who might have some injury, who have grown weary, and that's the one on which he will pounce. As Christians, we must always try to be in health. Too many times we allow small things to get us injured on the journey. Persons are taking what others say and what others do and taking it to heart and causing themselves injury. Because they are not aware of the fact that the enemy can use people too. Enemy can use their family members, the enemy can use their church members to cause you injury. but you have to put on the whole one, the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against it while obsidian. You know what wilds are? Hmm? Tricks yes and the devil might not attack you directly he never does and he won't come to church and tell you to go and steal or to go and play Lotto, or to go and buy jerk food he knows that you are too wise for that. but believe it or that in his dossier on you He knows your weakness and He has a plan to conquer you in that area. So therefore, as we said before, we must always ensure that we are wearing the armor of God. It is time for Christians then to shake off the dust. In this time of evil and to be vigilant and to be sober. And let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 4. And we are depending on the on the screen. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 4. The Bible says to us in that verse that we must ensure certain things are present in our lives. Neither filthiness nor what? Foolish talking nor jesting, which are convenient, but rather, which are what? Not convenient, but what? Giving time. Why is it important to give God time? So many times that we spend complaining, it is best spent giving what? Thanks to the Lord. And so there must be a change now in the attitude of Christians, in the conversation of Christians, because we should pick up at verse 1. It says, Be therefore followers of God, as their children and walk in love as Christ has also has loved us and has given himself for us. Our conversation must center around that central theme, that we are so special in the sight of God that we allow his Son to come and die on our behalf. That is monumental. It should consume our every thought. that as a sinful human being who deserves to die. Christ saw it fit to put himself in our space. Such a thinking or a dwelling on that thought will bring about a change in our disposition. Will bring about a change in the way we think about ourselves and in the way we think about those who are not the same. Yes? So our, our conversation must be about Christ. It will keep us awake. Christ sacrificed himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God for our what? Sweet smelling savour. But here are the things that can cause us to lose focus. Fornication. All uncleanness or covetousness. Let it not be one named where? Among you. So we need to have with ourselves a self-examination, a looking into myself, an appraisal to see where I stand. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather give thanks. For this so know ye, ye know that no more nor unclean person or covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man, therefore, or let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of the sons. You see, the sleeping Christian will have the sleeping prophetic Christians, can have these false attributes displayed in their lives. The Bible is telling us to shake them off while there is still time. Let's go over again. Let the Bible speak. 1 Thessalonians 5, 6-9. to What does it say? 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 to 9, let, let me, let me see us getting there, turning the pages or the devices. 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 to 9, therefore, let us not watch, as what. But let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that are drunk, are drunk in the night. What does night mean spiritually? Darkness, falsehood, Satan, world. Yes? But let us who are the of the day, who are of truth, who are of the Lord, how should we be disposed? We should be sober, putting on this breastplate of what? Faith, and of love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. What does that say to us? That as Christians, there should be an example in our lives. And that we are not on our own to live the Christian life. We have health. And our health is not in the form of human beings, our health cometh from the Lord, our health cometh from the Lord. He has made provision for us to have on the bread plate of faith and love. And where do we get these things? You see, there's a prescription for faith, there's a prescription for love. Love is a gift from God. But faith cometh by hearing and hearing by lips. Word of God. So if we are not students of the Word, we can't have that pleasing faith, that help that we need. So if we are going to be sober and vigilant and be awake in these last days of evil, we must be students of the Bible. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit in our lives so that we can manifest its fruit. But there's a problem, too many Christians are giving way to the devil, they are allowing him to put a foot in their doors, they are allowing him to put a foot in their hearts, and you know how the devil is, he has no manners, he is dangerous. If he gets a foot into the door, he will take over the entire place. And if he takes us over, we might not come out. But a nice always says for a nice, that hardy night that's hard man. I remember as a young man, we were at the back of the church having lunch, and he was speaking to us, and the conversation centered around backlining and he said many times it would have crossed his mind, and not only his. Are do mind too, of stepping out a little out of the church, yes? But he said, he always came back in his song, and to so what if I don't make it back? A many person would have entertained the idea, that would otherwise Let's go and do this, and let's go and do that. Uh, one friend told me that he, he feel like leaving to make the money and then come back and baptize again. And I said to him, what if you don't make it back? Because the time is of such that you might step out a little, you think, for a little while, but you never mean it. We have seen many of those examples of persons who fell asleep, never make it back. And so we must always have it in our mind to always stick with Jesus. In of the circumstances you face, the ground outside is never greener. It only looks up so when you have blender on. But it is never greener. There is nothing like the joy that Jesus gives and brings to our lives. And the hope that we bring is that this temporary life that we now live one day will become eternal. But if you walk outside the Lord Jesus Christ, if you fall asleep, chant God you will end up losing your eternal life. Don't be careless with your salvation. In the admonition is for us to awake out of, of slumber and to remain vigilant. And we go to the scripture reading Romans chapter 13. Let's get there. Let's mark it in our Bibles. Romans chapter 13, the Lord speaking through the Apostle Paul, says to his people, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time, now, you recognize when Paul wrote it? Long time. And Paul said, now is the time. Can you imagine today? It is more now than then. Now is the time. It is high time to aware of the sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we knew. The night is far spent. Evil is her glorious Satan's road is almost done. This earth is coming to an end. The night is faster. And the day is at hand. Redemption is at hand. Holiness again is going to be the dominant thing in this universe. In fact, it is said the earth is going to, the world, the universe is going to pose as one. Soon and very soon, this day is going to roll in. So therefore, let us cut off the works of darkness, the works of sin, and let us put on the armor of life. You might not be popular. In fact, if you want to be popular in this world, you're going to have to be a child of darkness. If you want the people of the world to love you and to have 2 million social media people or 40 million etc. 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 You're going to have to be a child of darkness. When it comes down to Christian living, you're not going to be popular. In fact, you have to imagine that you are going to by You need to ask yourself the question, or we all need to ask ourselves the question, which do we prefer? The popularity among men doing the work of darkness or the love of Christ
0: doing the work of light?
1: Because those who please God, he is going to honor them with life eternal in His kingdom. And that ought to be what we strive for. And so the admonition, let us walk honestly, as in the day. Not in rioting and drunkenness. Not in chambering and wantonness. Not in strife and what? Envy. But, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to do another, to fulfill the lust thereof. Why should we not fall asleep in this time? We should not fall asleep in this time, because we could lose our soul. Because there might not be time to come back. I will just Stay between the white line. Never cross over on the yellow line. Or you won't get to heaven right on time. So we need to stay between the white line as Christians. Stay on God's side. Stay on His side because yes, you might struggle. And you will struggle. You will face all the ills of the world. In fact, the Bible promises us that as Christians we will go through a time that history has never recorded in terms of hardship and punishment for living the Christian life. But it also says that those who endure to the end, shall be saved. We look forward to that. We look forward to that. You see, when you fall asleep, there's a chance that you will forget your first love. Those of us who remember when we first met Christ, how exciting a time it was. Let's turn to Revelation chapter 2. And let's briefly look at verses 1 down. Here Christ is speaking to the church called what? You're not working with me here. If he, Revelation chapter 2. Which church is Christ speaking to? the church of Ephesus, the first church, the pure church. And Christ is a myriad of virtues that this church has. And here are some of them. He says that um, the church, he knows their works in verse two, and thy labor, and that thy patience, and how thou can not bear them which are evil, and how you stand up against evil, and how you try out those who are false prophets who claim to be apostles, and you try them and find out that they were false, and has borne, and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored, and has not fainted, but then God said, nevertheless, I am somewhat against thee, because thou hast what? Less thy first love. Uh, and let, let me tell you this. Why? why? Why did Ephesus leave her first love? Having done all those virtues, Ephesus forsook the truth of God, entertained in their midst smooth theology smooth doctrine, intoxicating wine, and forgot the purity of the truth. Sister White said that when it comes down to to Christianity, God will not accept anything but full surrender. Like no partiality. The church had been highly favored. It was planted by Paul the Apostle. In the same city was the Temple of Diana, which in point of grandeur was one of the marvels of the world. The Ephesian church met with great opposition and some of the early Christians suffered persecution. And yet some of these very ones turned from the truth and had united them with Christ, followers and adopted in their stead the spurious errors divine by Satan. And here it lies the danger today in Adventism that we want to be everything to everyone want to please everyone. You can't get hurt the world as a Christian. If you're going to stand for truth, everybody won't love the church, but you must not compromise the truth to please others. The truth, the Bible's truth, is a hard truth. But it is the truth. And it must be preached to the world. And so if you need to say this truth to the world, you need to say this is God's truth. Here it is. Accept it. And so there are some things that are present and creeping in the church that are not of God. Not of God. It is Satan's ploy to let him fall. It. it is Satan's ploy that is being promoted, his intoxicating wine from his fury, that is being promoted by his wolves in sheep's clothing. And these are religious people. And there are a lot of them, including in who for itinerants who preach for money, going around all over, keeping seminars, charging people what they don't have, for remedies that don't work, and for truths that are 99% from the Bible is 1% error going around causing division in God's kingdom. And we know them. Religious people who prefer praise of men and money to the glory of God. They don't like God, they're working for the devil. They include people of the world too, who we watch and admire because they have things. And we want to be like them. They have fame and fortune and they they speak against Christ. Brother OJ did a Bible class here. One of the most inspiring Bible class. And in one of them you point out the lesson. That for the theory of evolution to work it needed support. Someone to believe that millions of years God took to create people. You know who? was the chief architect in promoting that life. It was persons of religion. He named a priest. Priests burn about saying God did created create the earth in six literal days and rested on the sun. But it took millions and millions of years. Church people, and that also said something to us. That you need to be a student of the Bible for
2: yourself.
1: Not because they are hired by West Jamaica conference. Means that you should take what they say as gospel. You need to be smart and virgin of Burial who search the scriptures daily otherwise. False prophets, wolves in sheep clothing will cause you to lose your first love and God will have a problem with you. Then there's another one, the children of Egypt lost their first love and also they lusted after the sins of Egypt there was first love and lost after the things of egypt let's go to it quickly number chapter 11 number chapter 11 here is the bible speaking and we ought to be very careful as we fall in the very same trap uh, people people end up coming out of the world, and coming into the church. Coming from a position of darkness, into a position of light, coming from a position of bondage, into a position of freedom in Jesus. And look back into the world. We are seen the context of the children of Israel, that it was that after 400 plus years in Egyptian slavery, they witnessed God at work during the ten plagues that fell upon Egypt. They saw the miraculous deliverance from the ravages of slavery, the hard labor, the beatings, the massacres, the indignity, the forced eating of unclean foods, the hopelessness, the inability to worship God and honor God by being obedient. They were delivered from that to their current position of having God with them. Hold on, 24 hours per day. In the daytime, God was present with them, home as a pillar of clothes and in the nighttime as a pillar of trust. God was with them in their presence 24 hours per day. They had the Red Sea experience and saw the defeat of their slave owners and being fed supernaturally by God every day except on the seventh day. Sabbath. they got angel food. Spirit of Prophecy describes it to Food of angels. They had water from the rocks. They were kept safe from the dangers of the desert. The snakes, the heat, the wild animals, the diseases, and the perilousness of just being in the desert. And yet, they murmured and complain. As a matter of fact, the Bible uses a stronger word. They weep in their doors. And was God pleased? No! God was not pleased. They displeased God. Why? Because they had allowed others to allow them to fall asleep. Fall asleep. And they murmured. And what did they murmur for? Listen to what they murmured for. In verse 5. Verse 4. Let's start there. And the mixed multitude was among them fell a lusty. In other words, some people were amongst the Israelites. And the Israelites also complained. So, so them do know better. Now they blame people that them call it. When he out to sin, Adam find excuse, Eve find an excuse. Nobody took responsibility. As Christians, you have to take responsibility. Tell God you weakness.
2: Yes.
1: Tell him your big so that he can help you. That's the first step in you know, the to get getting help. Is to admit that you have a problem. Israel never want to admit they have a problem. Adam and Eve want to admit they have a problem. Don't make that same mistake. Admit that you have a problem and that you need Jesus to in And the children of Israel wept also and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? Now I'm not going into the chicken and meat eating argument. It's a bigger picture here. We remember the fish which we ate in Egypt freely. I lie There was nothing like that. They had to eat on a timetable. They were in slavery. We, we remember the cucumbers and the melons and the leaves and the onions and the garlic. That damn one. What food were they getting? Angels food coming down from the hand of God. That was the chef that was feeding them. And here what they want. Cucumber, melon, and garlic, and onion, and all them stuff. Huh? But now, our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside the manna before our eyes. Talk about ungratefulness. <laughs> Yes, they were ungrateful and was God pleased? No, God was angry and Moses was angry too and the long and short of it is that for 30 days all they could eat was what? Meat. God gives them 30 days of fearful till it come through their noons till they, they regret the day they, 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 um, they, they complain. Well, what if our situation is no different? When we talk against God's mighty provision for us in terms of the truth that he has given us in the scriptures when we neglect to study His Word and pray, when we neglect to witness to others and we find time to do everything else, we are just like the children of Israel, calling out from When we are Christians, Let's, let's get it from the Bible. It's 1230. I crave you for five minutes. Let's take this text. Put them on screen for me. 2 Timothy chapter 4, 3 to 5. Here we find the manifestation of a sleeping church. Or a keeping church member. First manifestation. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 3 to 5 chapter 4 3 to 5 2nd Timothy chapter 4 3 to 5 here is the text for the time will come when they will not what endure some doctrine But after their own lust shall they, what? Heave to themselves, teachers, having, what? Each ear, and they shall turn away their ears from, what? The truth, and once they turn from the truth, you have fallen asleep, and they shall turn unto fables. But here is the admonition of the Lord. But watch thou in our sins, Endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, and make foolproof thy ministry. Second one, Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Let's get there. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Let the Bible speak. And we zero in on verse 11. And for this cause, Shall God send them what? Strong delusion. Strong delusion. That they shall believe our lie. Just like when God was giving the children angel food and they didn't want it. God gave them 30 days of meat eating. And what happened? They rejected it. Strong delusion when we reject the truth of God. God will have no choice but to leave us on our own. Strong delusion. Because, strong delusion. And they shall believe, that they shall believe a lie. And that they might all be what? Damn who believe not the truth. But have what? Pleasure in unrighteousness. We need to embrace the truth of God. And, then, and verse 15 says, Therefore brethren, stand fast. And what? All the traditions which we have been taught, whether by word or our epistles, we need to zero in back on the truth of God. And many of us are sleeping. We are taking gospel from wells that are not of God. Drinking points causing confusion in our hearts and confusion among the brethren. The warning is to us that we must drink from God's fountain of truth. His Bible. Second Timothy chapter 3. Let the Bible speak. Timothy chapter 3 1 don't won't be able to read all of it. But this particular chapter was written about the condition of the church, not the world. I thought it was the world for a long time, until I realized it was talking about the conditions in the church in did also know that in the last days, perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covidious, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, parents, and thankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth-breakers, false accusers, incontinence, fears, despisers of those who are good, traitors, petty, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, is the church talking about. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn. What should we understand from this? Is a mixed multitude in church. Some sleeping, some awake. In church. God calling us us to be awake. Yes? ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth and you read it down as you, as you, you make time but hear this but in verse 10 but thou hast fully known my doctrine manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, affliction, which came unto me at Antioch. is an understanding that we must have that if you stand for the truth, you're going to face some perils in this life. But God is able to deliver you from them. Verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and in what? profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all who pray in the scriptures, the truth will keep you awake and as long as you are awake, you are in God's side but here is the admonition here is the admonition to those of us who are elected a whole office in church talk to you first and to those of us who are appointed by God, you don't know, well hold office in church. That means all of us have been what? Elected to the proclamation of the truth. All of us have been elected to the proclamation of the truth. We must stand with the truth. Not all of us gonna hold office in church. It's a privilege which all of us won't get but all of us have the privilege of being elected by God that is a higher, more, higher privilege than being elected to a position in church as I'm personally elected 2 Timothy chapter 4 last text second timothy chapter 4 verse 1 just let me see if i have yeah you have it there i charge you, therefore before god and the lord jesus christ who shall judge the quick and the dead quick mean living and the dead and his appearing and his kingdom what, what is it that we are charged to do? Preach the word. Be in time, in season, and out of season. Recruits, reviews, exhort with all love, suffering, and doctrine. In other words, tell the Let the truth keep them awake in Jesus Christ. Because without the truth keeping us awake, we will see and when we hear the bridegroom come, it will be too late. We need to trim our lamps and have them burning so that we will be ready to meet our Lord Jesus Christ. When he comes there. You go,
2: okay. And your